0: the great news podcast is brought to you by podcast hero head on over to PodcastHero.com to learn the four p's of podcasting and start your own show tired of all the doom and gloom news from mainstream media you'll get none of that here instead you'll find inspiring stories and developments that are making the world a better place today on the great news podcast Potential new Alzheimer's disease treatment reduces amyloid plaque by up to 80%. A hormone injection may sober you up quickly when you are really drunk. Bumblebees can learn and teach how to open a puzzle box. China sets new rules for gene editing of humans. And the High Seas Treaty is set to protect up to one-third of the world's oceans. All that and more is available in The Great Newsletter. If you like The Great News Podcast, you'll love The Great Newsletter, because The Great News Podcast is great. But The Great Newsletter is greater. Potential new Alzheimer's disease treatment reduces amyloid plaque by up to 80%. Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia are a leading cause of death, and as the population ages, are becoming even more prevalent. So far, there's no cure for Alzheimer's disease, and the best the medical system can do is to hopefully slow down the progression of the disease. But recently, there's been a number of interesting studies suggesting that there may be a happy ending for dementia patients in the not-too-distant future. Some of these studies, like the one we're focusing on in this podcast, tackles the disease from a completely different angle. By treating Alzheimer's, in the body instead of the brain. A study from UT Health Houston suggests that a novel disease modifying therapy for Alzheimer's disease may involve whole blood exchange, which effectively reduces the formation of amyloid plaques in the brains of mice. Amazingly, after several blood transfusions, the development of cerebral amyloid plaques was reduced by 40% to 80%, it also improved the spatial memory performance of old mice and slowed the rate of plaque growth over time the lead uh, author of the study claudio sato director of the george and cynthia mitchell center for alzheimer's disease and related brain disorders said this article provides a proof of concept for the utilization of technologies commonly used in medical practice such as plasmapheresis or blood dialysis to clean blood from Alzheimer's patients, reducing the buildup of toxic substances in the brain. This approach has the advantage that the disease can be treated in the circulation instead of in the brain. This is great news for people who are suffering from Alzheimer's disease, and of course their families. A hormone injection may sober you up quicker when you are really drunk. This hormone de- injection has been shown to decrease the recovery time from excessive alcohol consumption. This may be great news for all the drunks out there that want to get plastered and then bounce back quickly. But so far, this is only for mice. Scientists at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center have discovered that hormone FGF21, already known to help protect the liver and reduce appetite for alcohol. Could also help counteract the effects of alcohol poisoning. Mice given the hormone had significantly reduced times of recovery and were observed to recover twice as quickly when given an intoxinating dose of ethanol. Researchers also found that FGF21 worked on neurons in the brain that produce noradrenaline, which controls alertness and sleep. Of course, all the notes are over at greatnewspodcast.com. In the show notes of this podcast app, you can take the link over to uh, the show notes for this particular episode to get links to the studies and everything included in this podcast. Bumblebees can learn and teach. Emphasis on and teach. How to open a puzzle box. Which means bumblebees are capable of cultural transmission, as shown in a recent study published in biology. Researchers trained bumblebees to open a puzzle box to access a sugar solution reward. These trained bees then transmitted the task to untrained bees, creating a cultural signature for their colony. The study showed that bumblebees can maintain a cultural tradition even when presented with an alternative action. The ability to learn new behaviors proves that culture exists in species beyond primates and birds. Studies' lead author Alice Bridges suggests that other social insects, such as honeybees and leafcutter ants, likely have the same capacity for culture. So maybe I shouldn't be swatting bees anymore, because I might be destroying a culture. China sets new rules for gene editing of humans. It's been five years since biophysicist He Jiankui generated worldwide outrage by announcing that he had helped create genetically edited babies. The regulations require ethics reviews of research involving human materials, including tissue-fertilized eggs and embryos, and revise previous regulations adopted in 2016 in response to concerns arising from the unauthorized creation of genetically edited babies in 2018. The rules, which apply to government and academic institutions, but not to private firms, were developed by four state agencies and are aimed at striking a balance between enabling scientific research and protecting human subjects. But some suggest that the rules don't go far enough because private institutions do not have to follow the guidelines. My friends, we live in a strange new world. I just uh, finished watching the documentary uh, on Netflix, Unnatural Selection, and I was kind of blown away by how far things have come. I, I followed this stuff a little bit, but I didn't realize that uh, there were people who weren't scientists that had no education in, in uh, biochemistry or, or uh, genetic engineering can order CRISPR kits online and start tinkering with their dogs. Making glow-in-the-dark animals and changing genes here and there. It's crazy. Anyways, and finally, the High Seas Treaty is set to protect up to one-third of the world's oceans. After 10 years of negotiations, nations have reached a historic agreement to protect 30% of the world's oceans through marine protected areas established by the High Seas Treaty. The agreement aims to safeguard and recuperate marine nature in the high seas, where only 1.2% of the waters are currently protected. What are the high seas? They are international waters, where any country has the right to fish, ship, or do research, as there is no ownership or governance to comply to. Nearly 200 countries have come together to agree on a new treaty aimed at protecting marine life in international waters. The UN High Seas Treaty covers almost two thirds of the ocean lying outside of national boundaries, providing a legal framework for establishing vast protected areas, while also putting more money into marine conservation. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Great News Podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think of the show so far. You can send me an email at Andrew at greatnewspodcast.com, and i to hear from you, or you can head on over to www.greatnewspodcast.com, and you can sign up for The Great News Letter, because remember, The Great News Podcast may be great, but The Great News Letter is greater. I know, it's a choosy uh, slogan there, but hey, what the heck. Anyways, I'll see you in the next episode of The Great News Podcast, and maybe... Just maybe I'll be sending you an issue of The Great Newsletter as well. See you next time.